Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Scobevis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Eddie Hearn joins me. It's back. What, your hay fever? It's awful. It's literally kicking in. <laughs> while it was kicked so in, whilst happy. I was in the queue waiting to speak to you, I've been all right all day. You know what? I'm so happy I don't have hay fever, but I see it looks like a real struggle. I'm so lucky. Anyway, yeah, we are back. Fight camp, you've caught us on probably the last interview of the day. I've been sweating my nuts off all day. It's been absolutely roasting, but it's been unbelievable. You know, the energy from the fighters, the energy that the zone are bringing. The cards also announced probably another five or six fights to be announced on top of that as well. But off and running July 31st, it all gets underway. The notepad was right then, the train parts notepad. Of it, yeah, 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 parts I mean, of it was right. You know that a lot of people... Um, one sec. Hi, Picking this back up with Eddie Hearn. Who was that? Bob Arum? No, it's a missus. That's In trouble? The only one I was going to pick up the phone to, mate, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, the notepad was a little no, bit right. It was real. Like, yeah. you know how many people said to me, you're so smart? I was like, what? Putting a notepad like in that picture? I said, no, mate, I write everything down. And they couldn't believe that I actually have a notepad and I write things down. I spend my whole life writing down plans and cards. So every fighter that I represent... I write down the plan for them, not just for the next fight, but for the fight after that and the fight after that. That's why when I do a press conference or I do this interview, I don't need notes. I don't need some bloke standing there like some promoters going, mention the, uh, mention the thing. You know what I mean? I don't see me up at a press conference going, oh yeah, the, uh, the next one is, you know what I mean? Because it's in there and it's in there. So unfortunately, Frank Smith took the photo and a lot of the notepad was correct. Some of it wasn't because Rachel Ball unfortunately pulled out of injury. Um, but yeah, we're off and running. Still, probably about another five or six fights to announce on Fight Card, but tremendous lineup, and uh, can't wait for July 31st on the zone. Just quickly, do you know what made me a skeptic of whether that was intentional or not? It was just fights. There was no like details of people you got to ring, managers you got to talk to, and things. So it was literally just a list of fights. It was like a wish list. Of- yeah, because we've been working on it for a long time now. Um, you know, the only thing that we didn't put down was purses. That would have been a bit awkward, wouldn't it? 
<laughs> so, um, you know, I think that yeah, it was what it was. Um, it's been a lot of planning going into this event, and um, unfortunately, Tony from Great North Railway Service, or whatever his name was, leaked the whole fucking thing. So cheers, Tony, or whatever your name was. Thanks very much. Some real left-field ones like Colin Yildrim just yeah. springs to mind, but the three main events, Ben Granados, Galahad Dickens too, and Boatsy Bolotniks are three absolute corkers. Yeah, I love it. I mean, look, Ben's always in great. You know, Connor Ben had just done a new five-fight deal with him. He's doing some huge numbers. You know, his numbers on Sky were fantastic. The digital numbers were, were great. His social media numbers. He can really fight. He's so exciting. And Granados is a great test. I know that people are talking about Sean Porter and stuff like that. Look, the kid is still learning. We know he was sensational against Vargas. Granados is a step up. He absolutely brings war. He never takes a step backwards. He's technically better than Vargas. He's got better wins than Vargas. This is a really good fight. I love Yildrim against Cullen on the card. You know, we had to give we had to give uh, Yildrim another fight after the Canelo uh, fight, and I thought, give it to Jack Cullen. Let him step up and change his life. You know, Shannon Courtney defending her world title on the card. Brilliant fight with Chris Billum Smith and Tommy McCarthy, British Commonwealth and European title. Good step up for Anthony Fowler against Roberto Garcia. Um, Sandy Ryan making uh, her professional debut on the card. Campbell Hatton returning. Week one is a banger. Uh, week two, obviously, this is any time two domestic fighters fight for a world title, it's special. First fight between Galahad Dickens was brilliant. This one is for the IBF world title. So Liverpool against Sheffield, all on the line. Fabio Wardley going to be in a big heavyweight fight on that card as well. Really good fight between our Italian star, Maxime Prodan, 19-0, and Florian Marcu for the IBF welterweight title. That's an absolute war. Um, Ellie Scottney on that card. Ebony Bridges we're bringing back for that card to fight. Um, Beck Connolly. And there's another fight I think I'm missing on that card, but apologies for that. Move on to week three. Boatsy Bolotniks. Banging. Absolutely banging. I mean, you know, in the division, there's no one more informed than Bolotniks outside of the world champs. Like, he's on a great run. He's full of confidence. You've been asking for a step up for Boatsy for a long time. You've got it. Savannah Marshall defend her world championship on that card as well. Michael McKinson in a good fight against Ronowski. Natasha Jonas returns to action. Oh, week two, I missed out. Romford Ball against Josh Sandlin. Good fight. Um, and now I've messed out someone else from week three. Uh, McKinson, Felix Cash will be on that card. Cash Farouk will be on that card. So just finalising their opponents now. It's a tremendous run. You know, tremendous run. Three great uh, main events, but but three absolute ram-packed cards. You've done some massive events in your time, so... I don't know, is, is there still nerves there? Because it is the first yeah, UK-exclusive really. zone run of shows. But, is there nerves there? But that's why I wanted to do it, because, you know, we, we got in a very comfortable position where I just didn't feel like my ambition was being matched and I needed a broadcast that would come in and match my, match my ambitions, give me the budget that would allow me to fight, pay my fighters top money, put them in big fights, give them the opportunity to box globally around the world, give us the opportunity to create our own production, bring in the talent that I see you guys telling me to bring in week in, week out. The talent will be announced this week. You're going to love it. So, yeah, massive pressure, like not just in terms of the cards we put on, but we're controlling all of that, you know, the production, the talent, the feed, like this is the ultimate. And that's why I wanted to make this move, because this opportunity was too big for us as a business, even me as a, you know, our family, particularly our fighters and fans, because things were getting a little bit stale. You know, I was always arm wrestling with everybody and mainly you and Coogan about, oh, well, justify why this is 1999. And like now I can look you in the eye and say this value is unprecedented. Already, DAZN have hundreds of thousands of subscribers in the UK through just what they've been doing with Callum Smith against Canelo and Canelo against Billy Joe and uh, Ryan Garcia against Luke Campbell. 
and it's we know it won't stay at 199 forever but i know what price point it will be i'm not allowed to tell you you're going to be very happy but right now it's 199 and it'll be 199 through fight camp it's going to be 66p a week right so get on board how now. many fights on each card i don't know like nine or ten or something like that so get 7p a fight yeah, exactly well good math so get get involved and you know this is a, a a product and a destination built for you and built for people who love boxing people built for people who want to watch boxing and there's other deals that will be announced over the next couple of weeks with other broadcasters that will blow your mind in terms of developing content shoulder programming additional exposure for fighters and we have the absolute all-round package here and this is just the start sort of mexico deal announced last week with canelo alvarez and, and people this is just the start of this huge global takeover the talent lineup is unbelievable you know as well. yeah well really? yeah frank told me really yeah. bloody hell well obviously off camera no one camera really no off camera off camera we've got the notebook and we've got frank spilling the beans no i'm really proud of the talent lineup really proud especially a couple of them and you probably know what i'm talking about so yeah um just logistics right because i didn't come fight camp last year so looking at it obviously you haven't just got to bring everything in that comes with the ring canopy whatever fans mm -hmm. two temporary stands three yes, temporary stands right. or something yeah, yeah um Looks difficult, but yeah, I suppose two, you'll pull it off. Two temporary stands, also floor seating, and I mean, it's, listen, it's high end. I think we're allowed 300 sold tickets or something like that. You know, today you had the Mexican catering, you had the pizza catering, you had the barbecue, and that's what you're going to expect. You're probably going to have a cocktail tent, a champagne tent, so it's next level shit. Um, but it's going to be a ticket, like dream ticket for a fan. Um, look, the cost of putting this together is ridiculous not just the purses but like the operational costs but it's become a statement from us and it's become a very important moment in our calendar where we get to showcase where we where we come from this is our headquarters right this is where i grew up this is our family home so this means everything to us here so for this to be broadcast all over the world makes us very proud so we can't wait and it's a tremendous way to start this game changing new relationship game changed Conor Ben obviously headlining the first show. Um, I sort of had an idea when I saw Florian outside and then saw oh, Conor. Yeah, I thought yeah. some. I thought they'll have words. Yeah. Um, it was all quite nice at one mm. point, and then I don't know. A switch was flicked, and even the woman making burgers put the food down and started filming. So yeah. everyone was kind of enjoyed it, and then it got a bit intense. Yeah. So. I think those two are always going to go out, aren't they? And I think that you know you're in a situation where the pro damn fight is a great fight for Florian because where Conor Ben is in his career at the moment, Florian hasn't had the same kind of victories as Conor. Right? He's had fewer fights. He's not, I don't see him quite yet on the same level, not as a fighter, but just in terms of a position. And Connor let him know that as well. Did he? Oh, I haven't seen it yet. But, but the pro damn fight is a fight that will give Marku a world ranking. If a fight's big enough, it gets made. Marku against Ben can be a massive fight that sells out the O2. Right? Right now, Connor Ben isn't looking at it and saying, oh, I want to fight. Marku, he's thinking, I want to fight Sean Porter and Amir Khan and Kel Brook once I get past Granados. But sooner or later, if that fight becomes big enough, that fight gets made. Connor will fight Marku. Don't worry about that. And Marku will fight Ben. So we'll see. I don't see it necessarily happening this year. But if they both keep winning, I guess it's inevitable at some point. I suppose if we was doing this in a couple of days, we might have a Bob Aaron response. I was thinking, can we get a Bob Aaron response in the next hour before I get on to Eddie? But uh, none of that. Just from your heavyweight side, um, updates on... AJ Nusik and on Dillian as well. Yeah, Dillian, uh, we're close to mapping out his next plan. I'd still like him to fight in America end of August, early September, which we're looking at doing. Um, Chisora was here today. Maybe they just fight each other. I don't know. Um, AJ, September 18th or 25th, Usyk's going to be the fight. 
Um, next that we're just finalising at the moment. Um, yeah, Bob Arum, I've, you know, I've said my piece, he's said his piece, you know. Um, nothing really much more to say. Um, just focusing on what we're doing. You know, the undisputed fight, of course, we'll always want it. We'll always try and make it. But right now, AJ's got to fight, uh, just focus on Alexander Usyk. It's a very tough fight. And let's get that fight up and running. Let's get the victory. You were like sort of half wary because you remember the thing about two weeks, two weeks, and it also became like a bit of a meme online when you yeah, were saying two weeks. Yeah. You were almost a bit wary to just go. Because obviously, we're going to ask, but you know what I mean? Well, that's the point, right? So I either don't do interviews or I just, well, no, I just don't do interviews. That's the only option I've got. But you can't really have it both ways. Like, you, you use me as memes, right? And you want to watch my videos. But at the same time, if I tell you the truth or I tell you my interpretation of where we are with things and it goes wrong, I'm sorry. But I either shut up and don't tell you anything or I tell you and give you updates of where we are with everything. That's been the, the format that's given me the success is transparency. I've always, I've never ducked a question from you, from Coogan, from Boxing Social, from beyond anyone. And I've always been accessible. And it's not going to change. In fact, I'll probably do more now with this deal. But that's what I think made us who we are by interacting with the fans. So when people say, oh, he talks too much. I go, fucking, I'm a promoter. Of course I talk too much. It's what I do for a living. But I probably am guilty a lot of the time of giving you too much information. But I guess people, I would think people would prefer it that way, personally. Should have just done a barrier and turned me down. Oh. When I asked respectfully, when, well, I've said no. I went, I'll you know chance oh, me up. He oh, said, man. fuck off. One man come up to me today. He goes, you'd be proud of me today, son. I said, why is that? He went, I've had a couple of interview requests. And I said, I'm not doing no media today. I said, why? He said, well, you, you know, he said, you're running it anyway. But now I've stepped down as well. Across the, he goes, I don't want to talk to these people anymore. But I thought, that's good. Because he'll only say something, you know that's going to go spiral out of control. But um, no, all good, mate. I said to him, I'll chance my arm. He went, you can chance your arm somewhere else, mate. Um, <laughs> and you said it to him, he's gaff as well. Yeah, yeah, in, front, yeah. yeah. bit front, yeah. Um, that video of Steve Gray going into mm. Lewis Richardson's dressing room, that's good content, good like, sort of capture of that. Um, I, I, bit of an explanation, just still weird. Like, even when I've watched a fight back, just strange. I mean, look, I was talking to Tony Bellew. We're talking about content and behind the scenes and stuff like that. I would love to be able to interview judges and referees. But I know they don't do it in football, but why not? You know, and fair play to Steve Gray, by the way, who's come into the changing room to give an explanation of his decision. Everyone makes mistakes, and some people's interpretation of the right thing to do is not someone else's interpretation of the right thing to do. For me, a referee, it's up to the referee whether they accept a towel coming in. But I don't think it should be. When you've got your corner, and particularly in that instance, your father saying, enough's enough, stop the fight. That fight has to be stopped. But Steve Gray is a very good referee. I've not seen anything like that before. I believe it happened once uh, with Graham Earl against Katsidis. But for me, when that towel comes in, that no one knows the fighter better than the head trainer, right? No one knows about the conversations that have been had in the middle of the rounds. So, you know, the only thing, the only thing I will say about Steve Gray was that it was body shots. Like, it wasn't like he was out and concussed, you know, it was, bah, I think that when a towel comes in, you have to accept that decision. It's funny you should say about interviewing um, judges and referees, because obviously it's something that I think people would get on board with because of, well, you were talking about transparency and how it's worked for you. People would probably get on board with it, but just... I don't know. You know what, so it's, well, that's, that's, these, that's an hard one, isn't it? Understand. These people are good people. 
right? Steve Gray, all the British Boxing Board of Officials, whether it's Howard Foster, whether it's Terry O'Connor, Victor Loughran, they're all good people and they're all honest people and they love the sport. I just feel that sometimes if you heard their end, their explanation, it gives them a chance to be heard and actually can sometimes validate their thought or their point. Because when you don't say anything and you don't get a chance to justify your decision, how can you expect people to accept it? So Steve Gray is the one who's in there. He sees it firsthand. He made a decision at that moment and he might give you an explanation where you go, okay, fair point. But if you're handcuffed and you can't say anything, then how can you do anything else than say, how, how on earth has he not stopped that fight? Yeah, uh, just like I said, a weird situation, but um, yeah, all in all. Ben Granados quickly, um, or not Ben Granados, sorry, after Fight Camp, have you already thinking about what's beyond? Obviously, yeah, announcing we'll Fight Camp, September, nice run of shows. Yeah. What's September beyond? the 4th will be announced in the next week or so. It's a massive show in Leeds, you know, I mean, uh, hopefully we get the all clear from heading Leeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a pivotal moment in his career, that's for sure. Um, massive fights on that card as well. And, um, you know, moving forward, October as well, but just a huge global schedule. Um, more of which will be announced in the next probably two weeks. I think this week we hope to announce the full talent lineup, which again, you know, you're going to love. And uh, I just can't wait now, mate. Can't wait to get started. Cool. Joe, you've had fight weeks before, and you do like the sales pitch at the end, mm. the sort of sales week. Sales pitch us uh, fight night, fight camp week one. Okay, you I'm just like a puppet, really, aren't I? <laughs> well, listen, let me tell you, this is just push buttons and see what happens. Exactly. This is a game-changing deal. The value that we are going to deliver for you is unprecedented. Fight Camp will begin with an incredible week of action. One of the biggest stars in British boxing, one of the biggest number drivers in British boxing, Conor Ben will fight Mexico's Adrian Granados in what will be an all-out war. A brilliant domestic fight for the British Commonwealth and European titles between Chris Billumsmith and Tommy McCarthy. Shannon Courtney will make the first defence of her WBA world title. A step up for Anthony Fowler against Roberto Garcia. And in a wild one, Avni Yildrim will fight Jack Cullen in what will be a war. Campbell Hatton returns to action and Sandy Ryan makes her pro debut. And let me tell you, that's just week one. When we go to week two, we've got a domestic world title fight. We've got Kid Galahad against Jazza Dickies. We've got Sheffield against Liverpool. As co-main event there, Fabio Wardley is going to be in a big heavyweight fight we're going to announce shortly. We've got a tremendous fight with a matchroom boxing Italy star, Maxime Prodan, 19-0 against Florian Marcu. It is going to be an all-out war. Ellie Scottney returns. Ebony Bridges returns. The Romford Bull, Johnny Fisher, steps up against Josh Sandland. I've probably even missed out another fight on that card. And week three, you've been asking Boatsy to take a step up for a while. Well, guess what? You got it. Against Ricard Bolotnik, who's just won the MTK Golden Contract on an incredible run. What a war that is going to be. Savannah Marshall defends her WBO world title. Cash Fruit, Felix Cash, both in action. What have I forgotten off there? Natasha Jonas, she's coming back in a, in a comeback fight, looking for another shot at the world title. Michael McKinson fights Ronowski in a tremendous fight. And who was the other one I had on that card? Opie Price goes, oh yes, good one. Ray, what a fight this one is. Ray Ford, one of our US stars, fights Reese Bellotti in another random one at the end. This is unprecedented value. It's $1.99 a month. It's 66p a week. How much more value do you want, baby? The Zone. Download it today. The unrivaled global home of boxing. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.